So our main scripture is 2 Corinthians 4.18. 2 Corinthians 4.18. While we get ready to turn there, I want you to um, be reminded that on Friday night, we're having our movies on the lawn, and I, I want you to be there, and I want you to also bring some more people. Amen. All right. So on, on Friday night, we're going to have that at 7 o'clock, and we are anticipating uh, a good crowd, and uh, we're going to have uh, the popcorn and, uh, and hot dogs and funnel cakes and all kind of stuff. So make sure you bring your children, and, uh, and we're going to have some fun. Is that all right? Amen. Praise God. I'm so happy to see you guys here. also want to say thank you um, to you guys as a church family um, for what you gave on Sunday, which was tremendous. Amen. That was a tremendous offering and, and what you guys gave to us. And then as well as the cards, I read every card, even the children's cards. I read each and every one. And so they were very heartfelt, uh, sincere, and I want to say thank you. Amen? Amen? I really do. And I appreciate each and every one of you. Uh, I do want to uh, solicit that you continue to use your influence, number one, to invite other people. Amen. We're definitely in the gathering stage of our church, and uh, we are looking for members. Amen. And uh, so I want you to, like on a Wednesday night, right, you know, plug in with somebody who's serious about the word. I'm sure you can meet somebody somewhere at some time. And get them involved, get them, make sure that they're, they're coming. New people, make sure that they're plugging in and coming, that you're meeting them and so forth, if you're a life group leader. And um, we're also uh, going to have an assimilation team uh, and uh, liaison so that uh, make sure all the people are plugging in and they're coming and they know what we're doing. They know how to access band. They know how to access uh, Kingdom Church radio okay um which is 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 uh we're revamping the radio station for new members as well as um babes in christ people that are new to christ all right so uh we're doing that and um want you to continue to take advantage of everything that god is doing at your church somebody say amen what a time on Friday night to really evangelize and get some people that may not come to church, they'll come to a uh, movie night and they're going to see a great movie and uh, get an opportunity to give their life to Christ, all right? I don't, I, we got some new equipment that um, I don't know is, if it's online or not, but I don't think we're streaming tonight, but I think they're getting a good audio tape, right? We're getting a good audio? Okay, so let's make sure that tonight. Father God, we just thank you, Lord, tonight for this word. Father, I pray that, Lord, it go forth without distraction, Lord, unhindered and unchecked by any spirit, human or demonic. Father, we thank you, Lord, right now that it's men that need the anointing. I need your anointing right now, God, and I want you to think through my mind and speak through our lips. Father, I want to preach with and teach with clarity. I pray that, Father, the light comes on with somebody, God. That, Father, that they understand something that they would not have understood before. And that, Father, that you help us to make complex things simple in the name of Jesus. Help us to do it today by the power of your Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus. Somebody say amen. amen. All right. So this scripture says, while we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are temporary. The things which are seen are temporary. Brother Isaac, I think the youth is in the conference room. You can take him over to the conference room. All right. So what we see is temporary. So the Bible says we can look at the things which we don't see. 
So we talked about if you can say it, you can see it, right? Everybody remember that? And this is true. But we could also change it and say, if you can see it, you can see it. Because it says we don't look. Where are you looking? And see, that's the, that's the thing. Where are you looking? So many times when you pray for people. Now, I'll just, I just use you because you're right there. You don't sit over here. You don't want to get this. So I pray for Sister Nally in the name of Jesus. Father, thank you right now. She's healed. Are you healed? Now, most people, what are they going to do? What are they going to do first? They're going to do what? They're going to do what? Check. They're going to check. Pastor, pray for my shoulder. Right? Pray for my shoulder. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for Sister Nally's shoulder. And she's healed in Jesus' name. Are you healed? What's the first thing she's going to do? She's going to check. She's going to look at the things which are seen. But we walk by and not by. Even the kids getting it, right? We walk by and not by. Y'all, that's it. Pastor, my shoulder's hurting. Pray for it. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you right now. Our shoulder's healed. Are you healed? Where is she looking? Where is she checking? If I check with the word of God, what's the word of God say? I'm healed. <laughs> if I check, if I'm looking at the word of God, what's the word of God say? I'm healed. So we don't look at the things which are You know, my mom, uh, she's so special. Of course, my only mom. And, you know, she gave a tribute on Sunday, and it was so, man, so heartfelt. My wife did as well. Heartfelt. And, um, but when she says, I've learned a lot, and it's not because of me, but it is the brand that, of Christianity, which we preach, right? The gospel. And um, we are just really starting to frame this. So we added one more. I know y'all heard me preach in Charlotte. But we're word of faith. What else are we? Spirit-filled. What else are we? What else we preach? Separation, right? And we're in times. Yes? Okay. So we spirit-filled, word of faith, spirit-filled, we preach separation. That's like our biggest difference, right? Like it's not, you know, you're not going to see me at the John Legend concert. There's a lot of pastors you'll see over there. Do you know that? They be cool with it. Drinking the wine cooler, whatever. Okay. So we preach separation. That's, the, that's the, really the biggest thing. That's, the, that's one of the biggest things. People are like, ah. I don't know. They, they, they too legalistic. Y'all ain't nothing legalistic when the Bible says, you know, <laughs> a lot of stuff in the New Testament, right? But word of faith. And so when she says, I've learned a lot. So, so many times, and I'm gentle with my mom, but you know, me and my mom, you know, people say we play hard, but we, you know, we be teasing. But she'll say something. I say, oh, mom, what did you just say? I'm sorry, Randy. I know, I know, I know, I know. No, no, no. I, I am healed. Somebody say Amen. Now, my mom, uh, can I share a testimony about healed, being healed? Diabetes. So my mom has been dealing with diabetes for years. How many years did you say? 
27. 27 years on diabetes medication. So she went to a doctor, cardiologist, and, uh, you know, changed her diet and, and, and put on raw food and stuff, and he believes that food is medicine. It is. Came off of all her medicine after 27 years. Wait, 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 before you clap. So I don't know if you, in, you know anything about blood sugars. <laughs> Off of medicine for a month, two months, something like that. <clears throat> what was your blood sugar reading? Yeah, remember we, we was in Charlotte and you said. To what? 76, she read it, two months, no, no medicine. And uh, so I immediately say, well, mom, that means you have diabetes. Two months, no medicine? Like she, you know, type two. Type two is never sub 100 without medicine. Y'all understand that? It can get to 300, it can get, I mean, it can go up, up, right? It's 70, no medicine in a couple of months. I said, Mom, you here? Well, let's see. Let's wait and see. I said, Mama, what? I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. So the thing that's going to be hard for some of you, and she, I mean, she got it. Because that's the reason she healed diabetes. Somebody say amen. Because she's been believing. But see, the thing over here that, that's going to really challenge you Especially coming out of, how many of y'all was Baptist? Let me see him. Yeah. Coming out of that world is going to be word of faith. The fact that, that we believe what the Bible says. See, in the Baptist church, we don't preach stuff like this. See, I was a Baptist too. I was a Baptist preacher. We didn't preach this. We didn't even know this scripture was in the Bible. Somehow. We skipped over scriptures. You know, certain denominations, they skip over certain scriptures. Like, if you don't speak in tongues, you skip over the scripture where Paul said, I speak in tongues more than you all. <laughs> but then, the Baptists, they want to preach everything Paul said. They don't say that, though. They don't preach that. How come? You go to church, they start skipping over scriptures, y'all. Find you to church. Somebody say amen to that. Everybody say amen one time. Amen. Yeah. So we didn't preach this stuff. But y'all, if you're going to do anything in God, you got to stop looking at the things which you're seeing. Why do husband and wife argue? What are you looking at? Things that are seen. <laughs> Why do you get depressed? Down. Discouraged. What are you looking at? Things that I've seen. Why do you get fearful or scared? Looking at things that I've seen. No, we don't look at the things which are seen. We look at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal. The things which are not seen are eternal. God has given us something, an area in our mind, where we can look at the things which aren't seen. Now, we are made of three parts. And I'm, I'm, I'm preaching this again for those who are new, those who are new to our church, those who are new to Word of Faith, and those who are new to Christianity. There are three parts. Who knows what they are? New people. It's a new person. Tell me what the three parts of man. No, you knew. You, be, you ain't even been at church a year. Who knows? Who knows? You ain't been at church a year. Let me see your hand. Have not been at church a year. Over a year yet. Let me see your hand. Okay. So... What are the three parts of man? One of y'all. Do you know? Anybody know? Pardon me? Yeah? What else? Okay, what else? Huh? Uh, what else? Part, huh? So, okay. So we got spirit, we got the soul, and uh, 
If you've been here at church, what are the three parts of men? What? See, they know it. You don't. You got to learn it. It's a whole other way of thinking, right? The Bible says that we are, that he wants to sanctify us holy. Spirit, soul, and body, what's that? 1 Thessalonians 5, 17? Is that it? Is that it? That's good. 1 Thessalonians 5, 17? Can y'all put that on the screen? I know that's not in our notes. 1 Thessalonians 5, 17. Oh, which one is it? I got it. I'm off. Is it 16 or 2 Thessalonians? Huh? What is it? 5.23. Okay, 1 Thessalonians 5.23. And the very peace of God sanctify you holy, and I pray God your whole spirit, soul, and body. You're not just your body. Somebody say amen. My man Curtis said your mind. Well, your mind is in your spirit, in your soul. What is your soul made of? New people, you ought to be writing down. What, are your, what is your soul made of? Your mind, your will, your emotions. That's your soul. So you made of spirit, soul, and body. Your soul is made up of three. Your mind, your will, and your emotions. Yeah? So God, in our spirit soul complex because your spirit and your soul work together when you die your body will die your heart will stop your brain functions will cease you will leave your body on earth will your body always be on earth I, I love asking questions you know I'm a teacher that's how you know what your students know will your body always be on earth Ask to ask to dust to dust. What, what's going to happen to your body, Shell? You said no. What's going to happen to your body? Huh? So I just asked you, is your body going to be on the earth all the time? Yes. 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 Any other answer? Yes. So I said no. No. I love this. I love this. Somebody say no. What'd you say? No. We got some yeses. We got some noes. Wonder do I know? Man, your pastor better know, right? He the pastor. Bishop, is this good? Your body's not going to stay on earth. Because the dead in Christ are going to rise first. Come on. <laughs> yeah? And then we that are alive and we shall be caught up. And we shall be changed. Our bodies will be changed. So, you know, your body, when you die, goes back to the dust. Right? But then the dead in Christ are going to be reunited with their body and rise from the dead. All right? So your body will not always be on earth, but this body won't go to heaven. Somewhere between leaving earth and getting to heaven, our body's going to change. Somebody say amen. amen. We'll have a new body. Amen? And, uh, but we're made of spirit, soul, and body. Now, the spirit and soul, when you die, they stay together. Right? So you're not just a spirit, but you also still retain your mind. Because the Bible says um, that that man, he died, and in hell he lifted up his eyes. And the Bible says he remembered Lazarus, right, the beggar. How do you remember? How do you remember? Your mind. You remember with your mind, right? So you're still going to have your soul. Yeah? So your spirit and soul work together. You got it? Now, the imagination. God gave you a mind for several reasons. Okay? I'll tell you a couple things I, know, I learned about your mind. Your mind is not good 
at retaining short-term information. So since your mind is not good at retaining short-term information, what should you do? Huh, write it down. Write it down, okay? Write it down. Because that's not what your mind is for, all right? Your mind um, has a memory. Your memory is to replay your past. Replay your past victories. Replay your past failures and mistakes, right? Why should you? I don't, I don't, I don't have no regrets. You're a fool. Have you ever stubbed your toe? Because you weren't looking? If you'd have looked, you wouldn't have stubbed your toe? You don't have no regrets? No, I thank God for my memory. Amen? Because that pain reminds me, oh, let me, where's the autumn? When it's time to go to the restroom. Somebody say amen. amen. So your mind is, God gave you a mind to remind you. You know, mind is in remind. Right. To be reminded, to remember, right, your successes, your victories, also your failures. Somebody say amen. amen. It helps you to learn. <clears throat> replay your victories. Replay your past. Replay your future. Every time you use your memory or you see your future, you use your imagination. It creates an image, right? If I say stub your toe, that created an image, right? And you could almost feel the pain. Oh, yeah. Right? Whatever you stubbed it on. So your mind it, um, uses your imagination. Now, when your mind gets with your spirit, this is powerful, because in the nine spiritual gifts, People say they've seen angels. Did they see them with their eyes? We look not at the things which are. So they didn't see Jesus with their eyes. I've seen demonic spirits. How did you, what did it look like? People ask. Yes? But you don't see it with your eyes. You see it with your imagination. So God turns your imagination on and your spirit uses your imagination to show you an image. Somebody say amen. So when your spirit and your mind work together, y'all, it's, it's, it's incredible, the things that God can do. All right? Now, most of the stuff that we hear about visualization, visualization and imagination and the law of attraction, y'all, that's, it's either only psychological or mental, positive thinking, or it's an illegal use of the spirit with the mind, which is demonic, witchcraft, so forth. And y'all, witches can do a lot of stuff. People that get, go in deeply into the cult, they can levitate, they can move objects. Some people can leave their bodies and so forth and so on and manipulate for a while. <clears throat> But God wants us to use our imagination for him. Somebody say amen. amen. All right. There's nothing you can do without your imagination. You can't do good without it. You can't sin without it, right? You, I mean, you, mm-hmm, I'm going over our house tonight. And you can see what you plan on happening. And that's in your imagination, all right? So while we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. So we wrote out the acronym, imagine, I-M-A-G-I-N-E, last week. Number one, imagine your future. Number two, make a dream book. Number three, assign time daily to review your dreams. Assign time daily to review your dreams, you got to write it in your schedule. You may not always have time to do this or feel like you have time for it. Get your goals in place. Set some goals. What are you trying to do? Think about it. Did you set goals this year? Did you reach any? 
I know I did. I know I did. Amen. We started in January in the storefront on Wood Forest. Somebody say amen. amen. So we, we reached some goals this year. We reached some financial goals this year. Amen. So, so did you reach any? Any of your goals? All right. Initiate action now. Negativity is eliminated and express gratitude. The, the first letter in all of those statements create the word imagine. All right. So we talked about it last time that the Lord talks in pictures. And he understands the power of imagination. Genesis eleven six, And the Lord said, Behold, the people are one. They have all one language. And this they begin to do. And nothing will be restrained from them which they have imagined. Imagine. God himself said, When you can imagine it, nothing can be restrained. The Wright brothers imagined. When nobody, the only way to get around was a horse or a chariot or a boat. That was it. They said, no, we can fly. Everybody laughed at them. But they imagined a world where people were flying. Somebody say amen. And God says, nothing. If a person can imagine it, nothing will be restrained from them. Y'all, we've seen movies with flying cars and stuff. Have you ever noticed that whatever they put in a movie or futuristic cartoon actually comes to pass? I remember when I was a little boy watching the Jetsons. And a lot of the very same stuff. You remember when they had talking screens and you tele, you know, telephone? Telephone was just, you could just pick up the phone. It was test to a wire on the Jetson years ago. They had you doing FaceTime when iPhones had not even been invented. But if a person can imagine it, it's going to happen. Have you ever seen someone with a flying car in it? Y'all, cars are going to fly. That stuff's going to happen because people have imagined it. Somebody say amen. Yeah. Uh, uh, bionic men and bionic women and Half men and half robots and stuff. Have we seen a lot of that? Y'all, that's going to happen. We saw it in movies. They imagine it, but it's going to happen because men are imagining it and they're doing it right now, experimenting with it, right? Okay. Experimenting with AI on the inside of men and women. So whatever you can imagine, y'all, you think, and me and my wife talk about this all the time, you think they haven't cloned people yet? I know we got a lot, a lot of conspiracy theorist people in here anyway. But y'all, they have already cloned. Okay, so they told us they cloned sheep, right? But they, 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 they have all kind of restraint. These immoral people, they wouldn't dare try it on the human. Are you kidding me? They're already doing it. If it's been in the movies, they're already doing it. Come on, people. And this is what God said. He said, y'all, <laughs> these people here are wicked. And they have an imagination, and they have, they have become one. They're together with it. He said, if we don't stop them, nothing will be restrained from them. Anything they put their mind to do, they will be able to do it. Now, y'all, secular people believe this stuff. They, 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 like all the people, you know, like who are famous and stuff, they was just like us. There were nobodies. They was working at Walmart or whatever. But they believed in something. And they went for what they, what they imagined themselves doing and being, I see myself on stages, I see myself getting a Grammy, I see myself, I see myself, I see myself. And, and it's, stuff happens. So, y'all, if the wicked can do that, what about the people of God? Come on, somebody. Do you see yourself further than you are right now? 
Can you see yourself doing something that, that looks totally different from what? Rashid tells me, I want to be a project manager. That was, that was weird. He, you're driving a truck. But here I was looking at the things which you're seeing. I want to work from home as a project manager. As a pastor, I had to say, well, man, just believe for it. <laughs> but in my heart, I was like, all right, bro. <laughs> but if you can imagine, I don't care what nobody thinks. Somebody say amen. And the Lord said, behold, the people of one, they have all one language they begin, and, and this they begin to do. Now nothing will be restrained from them. All right, here we go. I want y'all to see this part. I'm moving on. I got a few more minutes. So we talked about that. Hmm. I want to go to where I wanted to be tonight. Let's go to Ephesians 1.18. This is Paul. He talks about the eyes of your understanding. It's so funny that secular people, new age people, you know, we're not, and if we're not careful as Christians, we get so polarized against the wicked that we can't even see where they got it from. They can't invent anything. When you watch Harry Potter, which is, what do they hold up? A wand. Do you know where they got that from? Moses. <laughs> Do you understand this? So here we go. Anytime somebody hold up a stick, it's, it's wicked. No, they got it from the righteous. So, you know, I was a part of the EX Ministries. I like, you know, Craig, he liked to talk about the third eye. But where do you think they got the third eye from? The Bible says that we have another eye. Hello? The Bible says we have another, another eye. Now, the witches and the wicked, they use it illegally. But we can use it legally because the Bible says the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, being open. Somebody say amen. amen. So this is one of the prayers that Paul prayed for us is that our righteous imagination will be open, that, we'll, that our eyes will be open to see what it is that God wants to happen. Look at this. So the word, the eyes of your understanding, everybody say understanding. All right. This word is dionio, which means deep thought. Now, we talked about this last time. Y'all, the deep state and deep dark internet and social media, they, the one thing they don't want you to participate in is any kind of deep thought. That's why they want to occupy your mind till it's time to go to bed. And I'm not going to ask you, how many of y'all have ever fallen asleep like this? I mean, till to, to you just drop. As soon as you get up. They want to control your thoughts. But Paul says that the eyes of your understanding, this word understanding is deep thought, the faculty, mind or disposition. Here it is, imagination. 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 Now, y'all, many of us have turned this off. We used to imagine when we were children. Y'all, I've seen kids... That they have nothing else to play with. You know, you put them on punishment or something, they play their hand. They having wars, they having fights, they, they just imagine it. Y'all seen kids do that? You can't, you, I mean, you persecute all day long. If they got imagination, they can have the time of their life. No TV. No video games, no nothing. Sometimes they develop imaginary friends. You stepping on Fifi. Where's Fifi? Right there. You don't see her? <laughs> if he talking. 
They have an imagination. So it says, mind, understand, imaginations. When you imagine something, you can almost feel it. So if I said, everybody, I want you to think about a dog right now. What kind of dog are you talking about? What's that, small? Oh, this is, she thought about a little cute dog. Jane, what kind of dog are you talking about? I'm finna mess with Ivy. What kind of dog are you talking about, Ivy? How many of y'all thought about poodles? Anybody think about a big dog? A scary dog? Yeah. People scared of dogs, that's what you know I thought about. Right? Now, if we start talking about, how many of y'all ever been bit by a dog? Okay. You need to develop some faith. Somebody say amen. I don't get bit by dogs or bees or hornets. I stir up a hornet's nest and go, don't get bit or stung. Because I, I believe it. I have authority over it. Jesus said I have authority over everything. He said I have authority over all creeping things. But you got to believe it. Somebody say amen. And you know, part of your believing is using your imagination. So some of y'all, if a hornet's nest gets uh, disturbed, you see yourself getting bit or stung, don't you? I see myself not getting stung. Have you seen this happen, Gina? Do I stir them up? They don't, they don't sting me. Her and Nisa, ah! <laughs> Now, her mom puts words to it. She say, every time, oh, God, every time I'm around some bees, they always, did she say this? What did she say? They fly to me. So, what is she seeing? Bees flying to her. And y'all, we witnessed it. Every time she go around flying stuff, bees with, and they don't come around nobody else, they're going to fly right to her. Why? Because that's what she see. And she said it because she see, she saw it. She's not saying it by faith. She believed that. That's the image she has. Y'all, you've got to change your image. Do you see yourself poor? Don't answer that. I know some of y'all do. I know some of y'all do. Black people, struggle is real. That's how you see yourself. We ain't oppressed people. Do you see yourself oppressed? Now, some of y'all been in my church for years. You know, we, we taught you out of that. But before, saw yourself oppressed because that's what they said. Didn't see yourself as a conservative because they said the Republicans don't like black people. I got to be a liberal. I got to be a Democrat. That's how you saw yourself. But you got to change your image on the inside. Somebody say amen. amen. So the eyes of your understanding are open. Y'all not giving me no ground tonight. I'm trying to teach y'all something and move on. Listen, it says that the eyes of your understanding may be enlightened. This word enlightened means to shed rays, or to shine, or illuminate, or light makes it. So, like the New Age people, they always talk about enlightenment and being illuminated and seeing the light and all that stuff. They take these things that come from God and they use them for the enemy, right? We're not teaching that stuff. Oh, they over there teaching visualization. We're teaching the power of imagination that God told us that we could use, come on somebody, for the kingdom of God. We don't let, I don't let the devil take everything. Come on, somebody. Some of us afraid to wear something with a rainbow on it because the gay people got, y'all, the gay people stole it from God. God gave that to us as a covenant. Somebody say amen. 
I got a polo with the rainbow colors on it. I do. And I wear it. I'm not, I'm not gay. Somebody say amen. So we let the world steal everything. We can't talk about enlightenment. We can't talk about the eyes of understanding being, uh, uh, you know, we can't talk about imagining something. We can't talk about speaking in it, speaking into existence, because that's the law of attraction. We can't talk about, uh, uh, you know, uh, what's that? Whosoever should say unto this mountain, be thou removed, because that's, that's the manifestors. They do that. No, they got it from God. Come on, somebody. God's original design was that men walk in victory. He created us to be G-O-D, gods of this planet. Jesus said, ye are gods and you ready to stone me because I said I'm the son of God? The Bible says it. Somebody say amen. So look at this. It says to give light, to shine, to render evident, to cause something to exist. To cause something to exist because of your imagination. I got to move on. But we're going we're gonna to come back here again when we go back to it uh, next week. Look at Psalm 78, 41. Our lack of imagination limits God. Yea, they turned back and tempted God and limited the Holy One of Israel. It's talking about the Israelites. They could not see themselves going into the promised land. Now, there were so many times during this process of getting this campus, right, um, that, you know, I could have turned back. I wanted to turn back when we met the realtor uh, that night. I mean, he was very rude to us, very rude uh, when we first came. Some of y'all were over here with me, and you know, he was yelling at all my people and acting a fool. And supposed to be a Christian man, I, I had to get with him. You know, y'all know what I mean when I say get with him. I had to go, I, I didn't let them make it. Somebody say amen. Sometimes we let them make it. Y'all know what I mean when I say let them make it. You know what I mean when I say let them make it. Yeah, see, I had to tell Ivan because he never from me. Ivan, when, when you let somebody make it, that means you don't really address it. You let it go. Sometimes we let them make it, but I didn't let them make it. I had to talk to him. I had to get with him. That's what it meant. Talk to him. Get with him. All right? So I had to get with him. And, uh, and then, uh, you know, they just weren't doing us right and we had paid for the inspection, and they found $250,000 worth of stuff that needed to get fixed. And all they wanted to do, they dropped the price, $40,000. We're like, are you crazy? Nah, we're not doing this. And it was discouraging. It was like, well, we got other buyers. We got, you know, developers that want to just tear all this down and build, you know, condos and stuff. Y'all see all that up there, right? So those are some of the same developers that came. And I, we walked around this campus, and I said, no, this, this belongs to us. Somebody say amen. amen. And I told them, you're going to try to sell it to other people, and they're not going to be able to get it. Amen. And so the contract expired, and we needed to fire our realtor because our realtor started lying and doing all kind of crazy stuff. And one night uh, at the Bible study, called me, basically cussed me out, said all crazy stuff to me, our realtor. So the devil's working in people. So we let the uh, uh, contract expire. We let it expire. We fired our realtor. And now it's back on the market. And the developer's trying to get it. Right? So you can, I could, we could have turned back. But it's your imagination. So, so many times you go for something and, and somebody say no. And here you go. Well, I thought we was going to get it. Well, I guess we can't get it. You go for a house. Some of y'all been house hunting before, living in apartments. Somebody told you. Oh no, oh girl, you oh look at your oh girl, mm -mm. you got mm -mm, mm -mm. you gotta get all this stuff off your credit before you can even you oh girl, make you feel bad, girl you owe this much money oh, you know what I mean delinquent you got seven delinquent accounts baby, you can't get no house like that, and what you do? Well, I guess I can't get it, huh? <laughs> So you turn back, come on somebody, on God, and watch this. You limit God. 
Because you can't see yourself with it. You can't see yourself having it. You can't see yourself accomplishing it. Somebody say amen. amen. Now, what does it mean to limit God? That means I want to do it. I want to do it. Hold that jug up you got right there. So I got a water pitcher. Can I give you some more water? Mm -mm. Mm -mm. So I'm limited. I got more for her, but she won't open it up. Open the eyes of our understanding. Open the eyes of our heart, Lord, right? So we can see, right? But when we can't imagine it, when you're just wishing. But see, what she should do after that lady said all that and say, man, thank you so much. Uh, I see that you're not the one to help me, but I am going to get my house. And when I close on my house, I'm going to show you a picture and I'm going to let you know. Somebody say amen. Because that's what the realtor told me. She said, you don't have a loan. You can't get this church. You need to go down to a lower church. You ain't showed me no approvals, this, that, and the third. And if you don't get this one, we should go look at some other ones. I fired her. And then I told her, I said, and when we close, come on, somebody. I didn't say if we close. I said, when we close, I'm going to send you the picture. Somebody say amen. Two, a week before we close, she sent a, a, a text to me. I, I wish I had my phone. I'll show it to you because I know how messy you like to be too because I'm kind of messy like that because when somebody told me I can't do it, you see what I'm saying? So, so she sent me a text and she said, have you got the church yet? Did y'all close on the church yet? Wink, wink. Hey, how about I waited a week to closing and I sent a picture. Come on, somebody. Of me and my wife and Tamisi holding that big key and say, yes, we did. Don't let nobody change your image. Care what you got on your credit. I don't care what they say. Y'all, do you know everything they said? The reason why you can't get something, people don't got it without what they said you needed. You know, they say, patronize black, patronize black. Sit down. So the first bank we went to was a black bank. You don't have enough this. How many members y'all got? Y'all don't have enough giving units. Come on, somebody. With the same giving units that we showed them, we got this church. Come on, somebody. With the same membership they said we could never get, we got it. Somebody say amen. Y'all ain't got enough business credit. With the same lack of business credit as a church, we got it. Somebody say amen. Don't let nobody sit there and tell you what you can't do when the word of God says, I can do all things. And people will tell you that kind of stuff. And it'll change the image on the inside. And some people are kind of signed for that. I don't know why they say these things. Grammy nominated gospel artist. She, she told me one time, she said, yeah, you see, you ain't going to never really be able to have the kind of success, blah, 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 that they pastors, moving to they pastor have because you this and that and that and that. <laughs> they pastor in jail now. Come on, somebody. And y'all, if you let it, that stuff will get on the inside of you. People tell you what you can't do. and limit you. But if you let them change your imagination, you'll limit God. Somebody say amen. Can y'all give me 10 more minutes? Can I get 10 more? Look at Ephesians 3.20. It says, now unto him that is able, he's able, he's able 
to do exceedingly. How many of y'all got a movie room in your house? Designated theater room. Okay. How many of y'all want one? You can have it. Can you see yourself with one? How many of y'all want a house with a pool in? You can have one. How many of y'all want a house with a bunch of land around it? You know, not so close that you sneeze and your neighbor next door give you the tissue. Yo, you can have it. Get the image. Somebody say amen. Because he's able, watch this, to do exceedingly abundantly above all you can ask another person say or think or imagine. So if you can imagine it, y'all, he can do well, exceedingly abundantly above that. According to the power that works in you. This is what I wrote. And I'm out of time. I was going to show you the difference between Joseph and Gideon. But we'll do that next time. The manifestation is always better than the imagination. So I say, imagine an ice cream fudge sundae, right? You can imagine, you can almost taste it. But y'all, if you get the sundae, you can actually taste it. I mean, you can imagine yourself with a house with a pool in it, but when you get the house with the pool, you can actually jump in and swim. Somebody say amen. amen. So the imagination is not for you to stay there. The imagination is to produce it. It's the place of conception. Come on, somebody. If you want a miracle, you want something to happen, it's, it, you, you conceive it in your imagination. You know? Today, they finally found the plans. Somebody had to write a blueprint of this church. Yeah? And the blueprint don't hardly look as good as the actual thing. But it started in somebody's imagination. So, y'all, you got to use your imagination for the things of God. See it. See it come to pass. And, y'all, we talk about houses and cars because that's the stuff that's easy. I mean, that's, everybody can relate to that. And everybody wants something a little better or whatever. So we use that. That's common. And God will use that to help you train your mind and your spirit so that you can see other things. So while you're trying to imagine a house with a movie room in it, I got one of them already. I'm imagining this church with 500 people in it from wall to wall. That's why I'm using my imagination. I'm imagining 100 people out there on the lawn and, and 40, 50 people getting their life to Christ on Friday night. I'm imagining good weather. Somebody say amen. I, I'm, I'm, I'm using my mind to imagine the time when we will need a jet to fly from place to place, all the churches that we have established. Somebody say amen. You got to see it before you see it. <laughs> y'all look at some of your accounts some of y'all negative a couple of cents and all that stuff you can keep looking at that y'all I promise you before I ever y'all and some of y'all are there you know you're like man if I could just ever get $5,000 in a bank account I remember I was, I'd start a dollar I remember when we would just hand them out we couldn't you know I mean, you, you, we could see a thousand in there on payday for five minutes. Then, there, then it started coming out, dwindling down, dwindling down, dwindling down. But I'm talking about five thousand, and it don't move. A thousand, it don't move. And I started right there. And I started saying, Lord, I just see, I see my bank account with a thousand dollars. And I see my bank account, then we move up to five thousand. I see my bank account with thousands of dollars. I see my, ooh, ten thousand, ooh, ten thousand, and it don't get touched. Just 10,000 sitting up somewhere? Some of y'all, yeah, Pastor, I ain't never seen that. Imagine, it'll come to pass. Amen. I did it. Amen. And then went to 20,000. 
then went to 30,000, then went to 40,000. But I did that when I had negative cents in an account. You know your account is overdraft in the red? Yeah. But I just imagine. Y'all, isn't it fun to imagine? What do it cost you to imagine? Ain't nobody, ain't nobody, ain't nobody throw you in jail for imagining? I just sit there and imagine. I say, God, one day, one day, one day, I'm going to be able to go take my wife to the mall, and she gonna, I'm going to say, babe, buy whatever you want. And she's going to be able to do it. Go to the store, baby, grab, buy whatever you want. I told her that the other day. Then I said, Jim, she didn't want nothing. <laughs> I can't go to the Galleria yet and tell her that. Because Galleria got some stuff up in there. One item, you know, $50,000 or $60,000 or something. Oh, that's me. I pressed that button. I'm sorry. Tell me I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Still good. I think that's me. Imagine. Just take time and do it. Take time and dream. Take time and see yourself better than you are right now. See yourself in a better place. Those of y'all who've been in bad relationships and stuff like that, don't let that color your idea of who a woman is or who a man is. Every man I ever had did me like this. Well, who picked the man? Right. So some of you that kept picking back. Don't nobody ever want to admit that, Sister Ramona. It was just the man. The man turned back. No. Did we pick back? Mm -hmm. But you can't let that color your change the image on the inside of you. No. There's a man going to love me like I deserve to be loved. There's a woman going to treat me right. Come on. Honor me and respect me like I need to be honored and respected as a man. Somebody say amen. amen. But when you're in a situation, you feel demeaned or you, you can let that situation bring you and change your image. You know, some dude beating a woman up all the time. What kind of image she got of herself? You see what I'm saying? And it, that, you know, that dude can change that, that girl image, man. She don't think nothing. Her mom and daddy raised her right and everything. But that dude make her think she ain't worth nothing. So you got to change your image by, by, by using your imagination. All right? Can we do it again tonight? And this ain't no raw, raw time, right? This is just quiet and thinking. All right? Can we take a moment? Come on, bitch. Can we take a moment and just, 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 just imagine? Can we take a moment and imagine? Huh? Imagine. Imagine, imagine that, you know, you have more money than you needed. I remember doing that. Y'all yeah, can't remember not having enough money. I know. I remember what it's like not having enough. <laughs> but I don't know. Last time we didn't have enough money. Though. Talking about me for my family, whatever we needed to do, whatever we wanted to do. I don't remember that time. The last time. I don't know how we got here, but I know we used our faith. We used our imagination. I remember sitting in the bed, just broke. Imagine it. What would it be like to not have to think about money all the time? Anybody ever thought about that? My God. Y'all, can I tell you, it's a great feeling. Now I'm thinking about money for the church, but y'all, we're in surplus too. I think about, you know, how we spend it, what we're not going to spend on right now, and what I, all that stuff. I started saying it. I don't know how long ago. I don't have no money problem now. <laughs> I don't. I don't have money problem. Why don't you think about it? Take, take, let's take a minute and imagine. 
Can we take a minute and imagine? Come on. Imagine better. What about the things that you've been confessing? Can you imagine those things coming to pass? Imagine them coming to pass. Imagine them coming to pass. See yourself blessed. See yourself married. See yourself happily married. See the miracle you've been praying for. See your child healed. See yourself with your promotion. See yourself running your business. See your business expanding. See your bank account with six figures, then seven figures. That's millions in seven figures, it's millions. See yourself happy and fulfilled and joy, full of joy because you are fulfilling your assignment. Because you're doing what God called you to do, what he created you to do. Do you see it? Hallelujah. While your eyes are closed, let's pray. Father God, I thank you right now for your people tonight. Thank you for this simple little word about using our mind and our imagination so that we can see. Lord, help us to stop limiting you. You want to do so much more. But we just keep looking at the problem. We keep looking at the issue. We keep looking at people. Why they keep doing me like that? Why they treat me like that? Why they say that to me? We keep looking at circumstances. If I can ever just get up out of this job, if I can ever get... No, God, we're going to look at the things which aren't seen. The things you have planned for us. From Jeremiah 29, 11. <laughs> the plans you have for us. The callings on our lives. The anointings that we have. In the name of Jesus. And Lord, that's what we see. We see our future. And our future is much brighter than where we are right now. Lord, we see our gifting being used in the kingdom. We see our talents and our business and the work of our hands bringing multi-million dollars to the kingdom. Father, we see so many lives being changed and people getting saved and discipled because of our testimony, because of our evangelism. Father, we see our family saved. And coming to church and walking out their purpose. We see our children saved and walking out their purpose. We see ourselves in great relationships. Friends that don't backstab us. Husbands that don't, don't cheat on us. Wives that don't cut out on us and, and will love us. Lord, we, we, we see ourselves laying hands on the sick and they're recovering. We see ourselves when we're ever in a situation, somebody die, that we can speak to them and they come back to life. They come back. We see ourselves walking in the power that God called us to have. So, Father, we thank you for this little message. We thank you, Father, for this teaching on the power of the imagination. And, Lord, we're going to use it. We're going to use it to bring you glory. We're going to use it to change our circumstance. You don't want us poor. You don't want us broke. You don't want us down. You don't want us hopeless. Father, you want us, God, to be blessed in the city and in the field. Blessed coming in and going out. Father, you want us to be the head and not the tail. You want us to be the lender and not the borrower. Not downloading another app that can give us $250 to payday. No, God. Help us, God. Pay off all our debts. 
pay off the cars at high interest, and paying $600 car notes and $300 insurance. And Father, help us, God, to get out of those situations. Pay off our house notes. Thank you, Father, so that we can be financially free. In the name of Jesus. We see it. We see it. In Jesus' name. Somebody say amen. Come on, say amen like you mean it. Come on, say amen like you love them.